Welcome back to WTBU News Today. I'm Stephanie. Boston has been rather beautiful and hot lately. Temperatures on Sunday are expected to reach a high of 78 degrees Fahrenheit and a low of 62 degrees Fahrenheit. The first half of the week is looking sunny, and the rest is expected to end with some showers on Thursday and Friday. Now we'll move into the Boston University COVID-19 testing dashboard update. On September 4th, BU processed 6,902 total tests, with four coming back positive. The positive test rate was 0.06% on average. BU's lab took 37.6 hours to process each test, and while their processing time was lower on this day than the day prior, it was still higher than their goal of 24 hours. This week, BU processed the most student and staff tests on September 4th, and the total positive tests among faculty and staff members has remained constant at one or two per day since September 2nd. In total, 72 students, faculty, and staff members have tested positive this fall. Of those students, 24 are currently in isolation and 37 have recovered from the disease. There is still no data on faculty or staff members who are currently in isolation or have recovered. Joining us now is Hannah Barron with a new investigation into the Massachusetts Rent Moratorium. Journalism students here at BU discovered federal and state moratoriums on evictions under the CARES Act did not effectively protect Massachusetts tenants after a two-month investigation with the Howard Center for Investigative Journalism. The moratorium was intended to prevent landlords from charging late fees and evicting tenants in covered properties for not paying rent. The investigation revealed that 70 illegal eviction cases, mostly against tenants living in the poorest areas of the state, were filed in the Massachusetts Housing Court, and almost all defendants lacked lawyers. These cases, even when dismissed, hinder renters from acquiring housing in the future because many housing providers deny applicants who have been sued for eviction, according to the Director of Litigation at the National Housing Law Project, Eric Dunn. Landlords have demanded cash from tenants instead of accepting government checks for rent, threatened to change locks or alert authorities if rent is not paid, and filed non-essential eviction cases as essential to ensure eviction cases proceed. In Boston, Massachusetts, I'm Hannah Barron for WTV News. And now we'll head over to Diane Huangpo for a story on the protests that occurred outside of the Kentucky Derby this weekend. Multiple Black Lives Matter protests took place outside of the 146th Kentucky Derby on Saturday to protest the fatal shooting of Breonna Taylor by Louisville police earlier this year. Protesters expressed frustration at the failure of local and state leadership to prosecute the officers involved in Taylor's death on March 31st. The demonstrations, which were organized by multiple civil rights groups, took place at a park less than one mile away from the race grounds at Churchill Downs. One protest was organized by the Atlanta-based NFAC, an activist group that has been described as an armed black militia. Many protesters had adopted the slogan, quote, no justice, no derby, unquote, and some clashed with far-right activists during the afternoon. Tensions reportedly calmed down after Louisville Metro Police arrived on scene and the self-described Patriots left the area. Both the race's lack of spectators due to COVID-19 concerns and the ongoing protests near the race grounds were historic first for Kentucky Derby Day in Louisville. In Boston, Massachusetts, I'm Diane Huang Po for WTBU News. Next, a story regarding a comment President Trump made about voting in the November election from Stella Lawrence. President Donald Trump suggested on Thursday that people in North Carolina should attempt to vote twice in the November election. 
However, intentionally voting twice is illegal. Trump specifically said that people should vote by mail and then try to go vote in person as a test of the election system. His comments received a sharp rebuke from North Carolina Attorney General Josh Stein, who accused the president of trying to, quote, sow chaos in our election, end quote. The executive director for the North Carolina Board of Elections assured voters that measures are in place to prevent people from having two votes counted. In addition to electronic records that get updated as votes come in, an audit is carried out after the election to make sure the ballots cast match the voter records. In Boston, Massachusetts, I'm Stella Lawrence for WTBU News. Finally, an update from Natalia Shilatri about a deadly gas explosion that happened at a mosque in Bangladesh. On Saturday, a gas explosion occurred at a Bangladesh mosque, killing up to 13 people and injuring several others. The blast occurred Friday night as attendees were finishing their prayers at the Beit Salat Jam Mosque, and by Saturday morning, up to 37 people were found with 90% of burns on their bodies. Officials believe the explosion may have happened due to a gas leak from an air conditioner which had been turned on after a power cut. All six air conditioners exploded during the incident. Many individuals had also informed investigators that they noticed the distinctive smell of gas leak. Police believe the death toll could rise as many more individuals were in critical condition. In Singapore, I'm Natalia Shalotri for WTBU News. That's it for this edition of WTBU News Today. Be sure to tune in to our full program every Tuesday and Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time over on WTBU Radio. On behalf of Gabriela Lopez, Hannah Yoshinaga, Alex Corey, and Lily Kepner, I'm Stephanie Joseph reporting from Boston, Massachusetts for WTBU News.